This is a Capricorn FM podcast. Yeah, so let's let's present the issues and we'll present the solution at the end. Uh, so the urologist is um, Dr. Masakela uh, there, and he'll tell me at the end of the show what is his nickname because he must have a nickname. <laughs> I mean, people cannot call you the man with uh, the man who deals with main switch and all of that. Evening to the MEC, listeners of Capricorn FM, and to my colleagues here in studio. I think Dr. Komapia said the mouthful, she said diabetes is a silent killer. We know it's a nightmare to us men. And there's a huge stigma out there that when you are diabetic, basically you are sexually crippled. Mm. We are here to change that and to educate our men about that. Mm -hmm. And of course, for everything, as much as we are physicians to treat, but we are also here to prevent all these disease processes. Mm -hmm. I think that is the biggest message that we are here today to drive. Um, a lot has been said about the pathology, basically the effect, the fact that diabetes affects your vessels, mm. your nerves, and all these things have got an impact in some of the urological conditions that we've got. Mm -hmm. Just to name a few, the issues of erectile dysfunction, it's a huge problem we know in our society because of our lifestyles and how we live our life nowadays. Mm. Uh, there are also issues of hypogonadism. Hypogonadism basically means that the testosterone is low and you find basically because of the low testosterone, the libido goes down. Okay. And then there's reduced desire to engage in sexual intercourse. Mm. Another common thing that we see more commonly is benign prostatic hyperplasia. I'll just elaborate further into that. Yeah. So these are just the constellation of disorders that you get uh, in association with diabetes. And another thing that Dr. Komapia touched on is the metabolic syndrome thing, issues of uh, obesity and hypertension that also just perpetuate the whole uh, disease process. Yeah. Just to touch on the erectile dysfunction problem, we know as much as diabetes, uh, one of the colleagues just mentioned that uh, you get atherosclerosis where the vessels closes. This is chica. Mm. When the vessels close, there's not enough blood supply that is going to the male private part. Yeah. And for a man to have an adequate direction, you need good blood to be flowing there. Mm. You need the nerves that are intact, meaning they should be feeling, the nerves should be working adequately to release your... your your, 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 basically at the receptor level should be working quite adequately. So if these things are not controlled, ultimately the disease process will lead to erectile dysfunction, mm. where a man is unable to maintain or attain any uh, uh, erection. Mm. Hypogonadism, like I've said, is just basically a low level of testosterone, and with diabetes, there's also an association of obesity. Mm -hmm. When, for us men, Kamikawa with big bellies, mm -hmm. the problem with that is that the fat in the, in the belly basically converts our testosterone. And testosterone is our drug as men. We need that more than anything. Okay. It converts that to um, estrogen, and that will also make your sexual desire to go down. So that's where your exercises will come in. Mm. Uh, BPH, general BPH, we talk of men who are old enough, who have struggled to pass urine. Uh, more often, again, having to frequently visit the urine, mm. uh, post dream, having to wake up at night, which cross overlap again with the diabetes itself. Mm. So it's not necessarily that every time you wake up a lot at night, you're diabetic. Yeah. But also, I think that is the right time to go and see a urologist, and maybe you might pick up you've got other underlying causes. Mm. So this is basically a lot of things that are, a few things that I've just touched on that basically uh, diabetes affect mm. in the urogenital system. Okay. And, and, and before I move on, um, so, so what advice do you then give? Uh, the, the advice will just basically be the same across all boards. Yeah. Diabetes affects all organs. Mm. Yes, it affects all organs. Prevention is better than cure. 
lifestyle modification, reduce smoking or cut out the smoking, reduce alcohol, exercise, eat healthy. Mm -hmm. These things actually in turn will promote or increase your testosterone. Basically, you'll find yourself as a man yeah. having more desire, yeah. being more energetic. And I'm sure everyone will be happy at home with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I had to you. What? More desire. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. More okay. So that's how desire is got. Okay. So let's go to let's go to the dietitian and hear what he says. There, that is uh, Dr. Alibaba. But but what I'm, so from everything I've gathered, I've gathered that uh, one prevention is lifestyle modification. Mm -hmm. So you watch what you eat as well. Okay, and 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 he comes in there then. Yes. Doc, good. Yeah. Yes, good evening. Yes. Yes. Good evening uh, to the listeners, mm -hmm. to our Honorable MCC and the colleagues in the studio. Mm -hmm. And together with you, um, uh, continue from Dr. Mamrovella, as she said, mm -hmm. uh, from the point of insulin. I just want to uh, take to the, to the listeners that insulin, this insulin they're talking about, it doesn't only work on, on glucose. It's, it's, it's an anabolic hormone. It works to build up the whole body. Mm. So, whatever it is that you eat, if you eat uh, the carbohydrates, which is the sugars, they have to be utilized and be stored, and that is facilitated by the insulin. The, the, the fat that you eat as well, they need to be digested, uh, been absorbed as free fatty acid inside the bloodstream, mm. the cholesterol that they spoke about, it, they are also facilitated to be stored in the body by the same insulin that I spoke about. Mm. The protein that you eat, the, mass, the, the meat, uh, the, the chicken, the, the, the fish that you eat, when you eat them after digestion and everything, the, the storage and also is facilitated by the insulin. So most of the time when you tell uh, our people about don't eat too much of everything, they say, but I have got sugar. Mm. So, so it works for everything. Hence, uh, our doctor here, she spoke about uh, the free fatty acid flowing, the atherosclerosis, is because of those free fatty acid flowing inside the blood vessels. They end up clogging in the small vessels because the clearance is so very little because of that insulin is not working. And then the other important thing which I want to talk about before I go to the actual management is uh, our body is made in a way that if you eat a lot, mm. a lot that is there that the body cannot use gets stored, and the storage part is as fat. As fat. Mm. So the fat part is the one which is contributing to all these other chronic conditions of life. It's mm. the one which contributes diabetes, hypertension, uh, hypercholesterolemia. We can talk about that uh, recently, or some form of cancers. They are also contributed by the obesity as well. Yeah. So it's a whole array of events that happens if you eat a lot and you don't take care of yourself. So hence, uh, we always preach exercise, eat healthy. And I'm going to talk about eating healthy just now. Uh, I'm happy that our missus is here, yeah. and she's always on the road exercising to show the better way of life. Yeah. And then, when we talk about healthy eating, we talk about you eat the food that your body needs to maintain your normal physiological activity. Mm. So, not excess, not little. If you eat little, you'll feel a bit dizzy. You'll feel like a dizzy because the, the, the sugar that you're getting is not enough. Mm. If you eat a lot, you'll feel sleepy. Mm. Yes. <laughs> so if you feel sleepy, you know you've done a very big damage to your body. So you actually put a lot of sugar in your body, which is going to be stored as, as fat. So when you talk about healthy eating, we talk about a meal that contains a portion of a protein. Mm. Usually... 
we measure with, a, I want to give an example with our hands, yeah. is the portion of the, the starch that should eat is, is your clenched fist yeah. alone. Mm. So clenched fist is enough for your stomach. Yeah. Not two, not three, only one. Yes, yeah. only one. The portion of, of the carbohydrate that you should eat. So if it's pop, clenched fist. If it's meat, then you should cut your fingers, the palm of your hand. You <laughs> cut, yes. <laughs> so yes, you cut your fingers. Then we measure the fat with the thumbs. See, the thumbs is the fat that you should eat. So most of the time, wow. yes, okay. that's, yes. that's enough you should eat yeah. for the day. The thumb here is mm -hmm. enough for the feet. Mm. And then that's enough for, for what you should eat. And then your plate must contain the starch, which is a clean fist, uh -huh. the protein, which is your hands without the palm, without the fingers, and then... Use the palm. Yeah, the, the, the palm, the palm yes, yeah. without the fingers. Yeah. And then different kind of veggies. It can be the root veggies, which I'm speaking about, veggie, uh, beetroot, for example, and carrots, yes, and the green leafy vegetables. Yes, okay. because they give yeah. the different nutrition in terms thereof. Mm. Yes. So this thing of saying I'm the head of the family and I need seven pieces is not good for me. <laughs> no, it's not good for you. Okay. In, in, okay. in actual fact, the people who need seven pieces, the kids, because they need that to grow. Yeah. So you have grown to your full potential. <laughs> you don't need to. You don't need to. The woman chicken to herself and the children. Because even when you go home, they honor you and say, both is back. Get the chicken, put it there. Yes. They're all off. So that's not good. Okay. That's not that's not a I good need thing. A palm. This is a palm of your hands. Yeah. Just just here. Just here. Just this. That's enough. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. And okay. then the other important thing is, you know, it's very important for people to understand their conditions. Mm. If you understand what is happening to your body when you're told you've got a diabetes, then you better understand how what you're going to eat is going to affect what is it that you're having. Mm. For example, we've got a lot of Dr. Google these days. Mm. Uh, uh, we're suffering because of Google. Our patient come to us already way complicated because they'll tell, no, I had on Google, they say, mm. I can eat this mm. and that and that and that without relevant information. Yeah. We also have a lot of uh, people who tell uh, third end or fourth end information. Mm. You see, that mm. is not right. Yeah. It's because they go there, they tell you, no, no, don't eat a, 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 a red apple. Yeah. Eat a green apple. Mm. Without that's not that's not proper because they don't even have the right information. Yes. And the right information is you need to consult the relevant profession mm. so that they can advise you on what is right. Okay. Yes. All right. Thank you very much. I'm just going to take an ad break and then we we'll continue talking. We continue on progressive talk and we're speaking. It's uh, just 16 minutes before seven, so we have gone around. I'm, I'm just gonna uh, go back and, and look at a few things. So we've gotten what would manage the situation, and uh, but, but uh, let me start with the uh, family physician. So when somebody comes to you, and maybe I want to connect it to to, to COVID as well. Um, when when somebody comes to you, what do you say? What do you give as an advice? And what have you seen? Uh, the MEC was speaking about she counted until two hundred and she couldn't do any more of that. But what have you seen in relation to COVID? In relation to COVID. Um 
Well, I'll say, I'll say fortunately, um, mo, mo, the most of our severe uh, patients were sending to Petersburg and based in Mankwe. Yeah. So Dr. Komapis, other colleague, was looking after the COVID patients. But mm-hmm. I can confirm what the Honorable MEC is saying regarding diabetes having been seen in, in both public and private yeah. sector, the deaths that have been reported. Mm-hmm. It has been seen that diabetes was one of the most uh, serious comorbidities that the patients had and the sad part is that it being a silent killer some of the patients as they were diagnosed with covid Mm -hmm. the diabetes was found at the same time Mm -hmm. so the problem with that is i think i don't know whether we are doing so badly with health promotion and that will be our fault as family physicians you know Mm -hmm. we need to be at clinic level, we need to be at community level, mm. we need to be going to schools mm. because we're even seeing teenagers developing diabetes now. Yeah. We need to be going to the stock mama where they go to collect dent yeah. post office, it's buzzing these days. Yeah. This is where we need to be going to speak to people because yeah. people are so scared of being tested for diabetes, especially men yeah. because yeah. of the stigma that Dr. Masarela spoke about. Yeah. The minute a man finds out he's diabetic, Mutuhuila um, or something like that. There's depression attached to diabetes, especially yeah. with men okay. and all of that. Let me bring in Dr. Masakela there, and uh, maybe use this one. And I want that to move there. Um, or oh, it's not that should be there. Okay. Um, yeah, that's, that should be fine, Dr. Masakela. So, because in, in your case, some of the the symptoms will show in your case. Someone can pick up by realizing. This used to work this way, it doesn't work this way. But what, what is the frequency that people coming to, to check with you, to check if everything is okay? Is there a stigma that is attached to people consulting someone like you? Yes, uh, thanks again, Mr. Gamla. Uh, like we've just said, uh, erectile dysfunction is one of the commonest things that present uh, secondary to diabetes. Mm. And when they come to me, uh, it's my duty to just make sure that everything, patient is well aware or well checked for the diabetes and all these other diseases, diseases hypertension and obesity. Mm. There's no point for me of treating the erectile problem and not addressing the primary problem. Mm. So for me, I come as a secondary, I would have sent the patient back to Dr. Mongrovella. Mm. Please, this patient, I think, let's look out for diabetes. And if there is diabetes, we'll manage it. So commonly, as we know, men don't like to visit the doctors. Yeah. But don't come because of the erectile problem. <laughs> like I'm saying, my duty now is now, let's go and look out for this other thing. But, but is it late by the time people come because of that reason? <laughs> yes, uh, it, it does have some, it has already caused some effect, mm. but in, you shouldn't be uh, negative about the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. You come in, let's check you, let's sort you out, and we can actually get things right. Mm-hmm. I think so, I think that is the message. So That's very really positive, yes, that yes. we can actually fix it. Yeah. <laughs> Let me go to the eye surgeon. So, and, and that's another thing because when you said if your the, your vision reduces or, or, or uh, very fast, you can tell this is very rapid. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, last week, I could watch the TV without needing glasses, and today I can't. So, someone can come. It's another telltale sign that you can see very quickly. But what are some of the first things that you do when that happens? How do you deal with it? Uh, the first things to do is to make the patient understand their illness. Mm. That's empowering them to deal, to manage it mm. better. Yeah. I always give an analogy to my patients that if you find a basin that's full of water and overfilling onto the floor, yeah. 
the first thing to do is not to mop the floor. Mm. The first thing to do is to switch off the tap. Yeah. So I usually tell my patients that we treat our patients holistically. Mm. So people come to me thinking, you know, just look at my eyes. Don't ask me about the diabetes. Just yeah. fix my okay. eyes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But I'm sitting there asking them, how long have you had the diabetes? Is there anyone who's blind in your family? Yeah, and some people actually ask me, no, don't, don't ask me about but, that. But why do you think people say that? No, because they, they think of the body in systems. Mm. Okay. They okay. think the eyes are sitting there and there's eye issues, <laughs> yeah. there's kidney issues. So mm. if I say I don't see, why is the doctor asking me about my uncle who's blind? Yeah. yeah. What, what is the relevance? Mm. So, and, mm. yeah, and when you say that, it, it, it takes me to what... Um, uh, she was saying there that gives the impression that everything is interconnected when she was talking about pumping of the blood and uh, receptors that are no longer working very well because the nerves are damaged. Mm. So that would go to what, what the heart does. Maybe let's, let's, let's bring the, the doctor there and uh, that's Dr. Komape. And, and, and as far as the heart and uh, the, the secondary things that therefore you looked at. So you were saying... Another sign is reduced, reduced receptors that are not, the sensories are not working as well as they should be. I wonder whether people quickly pick that up or not, as whether my sensories have, have diminished somewhat. Well, it's difficult. Sometimes there are common things that tells you that your sensation is, is gone. Yeah. It's not mainly with the heart. Yeah. They will start telling you about numbness mm. of the of the feet. Mm. That when I when I'm walking, I feel like burning sensation. That is a sign that your nerves are actually damaged. Yeah. So in when in relation to the heart, what tells you is that if you start having discomfort in the chest, any sort of discomfort, especially when you start exerting yourself. Mm you better take it seriously because it might be something serious going on. But because you are diabetic and your sensation is sort of diminished, mm. you might not feel that much pain. So when you start feeling discomfort in your chest, you're diabetic, rather consult your nearest doctor. Yeah. Just get checked, get a simple ECG done, mm. and, and in that way we can actually tell that someone... When it comes to the effect of the heart, is it something that people pick up late or you can easily pick it up in the beginning? Um, it depends how it presents. Sometimes it becomes very dramatic. Somebody yeah. just have that chest pain, shortness of breath, they can't breathe, mm -hmm. then they are rushed to hospital. Yeah. Sometimes they present to us just somebody feeling... Lately I've been feeling tired for the past two months. When, when I look at the heart, I do a heart zone, I find that the heart is gone. Mm. It's already now weak, it's not pumping well, and now we have to see if we can do any damage control. Yeah. It has, it's already been too damaged. So it depends on, on the presentation. Okay, let me go to the dietitian. So the MEC even made this point in the beginning that we sometimes overload on starch and carbohydrates. Mm. Uh, that would be our pap and is, is, is it rice also part of starch and carbohydrates? Yes. Uh, our, our rice and, and bread. Someone will say, I don't eat a lot, I just love bread. <laughs> so, so, so as a dietitian, um, yeah, here's the thing. I wonder if until problems have presented themselves, we see the need to consult a dietitian and we think, I've been eating on my own you know, I'll just keep eating. Uh, that, that, that education is very important in knowing this quantity of, of food and, and the ingredients, therefore. 
Okay. Uh, in terms of consulting a dietitian, you don't necessarily need to be sick to yeah. consult a dietitian. So every healthy individual or every individual should consult a dietitian. Like mm -hmm. Dr. Mamrovela has said, we're seeing a lot of number of babies, like children at the age of 25, having type 2 diabetes. That is not a, a usual thing, but it's becoming very common these days because yeah. of the sedentary lifestyle that they spoke about, because of uh, we've got TV, we've got cars, we've got cell phones. Fingers are always exercising. Mm. The body is not exercising. They are not playing outside. Yeah. Yes, they've got chocolates in the fridge. They've got cold drinks in the fridge. They've got all sorts of things. When they want pizza, they cry pizza, the money go by. Mm. So they have pizza like almost every day. Yeah. Or this sort of, of foods which are, are not so good for them. So those build up of those foods over a, a short period of time yeah. then contribute to towards having these problems. So consulting a dietitian don't necessarily need to be sick. Yeah. You don't necessarily have to wait for the message to switch off <laughs> to see to come consult to us. You need to consult a dietitian at any point in time so that you know uh, how to prevent going to all these uh, other people. You know, the nice thing about me is if you come to me, you yeah. don't have to see, go to see Dr. Mamrovel. <laughs> you don't have to go to see Dr. Munaring. You don't yeah. have to see, go to see Dr. Komati. Mm. And you never meet even the MEC because <laughs> <laughs> exactly, because I'm, I'm, I'm the preventative part and also I come in when we need to manage this patient. Mm. You see? So if you come to me early, we can prevent all these things from happening. Yeah, but by the way, I'm just going to bring the MEC and we're going to go on, on second on wrap up. And I'm bringing you because I know you, you are an exercise, exercising person, MEC. Um, and, and, and so maybe just highlight a little bit how important is that, that one lives a healthy lifestyle, eat healthy and so on. I think it's, it's, it's very critical, especially the, the exercise. Just by mere exercise, we've got one case study of a patient who was already on insulin high dosages. Mm. Uh, because change the lifestyle, start exercising. We've been able to control the blood sugar, and and it's it's quite amazing that he's no longer even on insulin mm. uh, because of the the exercise. He lost the weight, so meaning that you can still activate the 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 lock and the key yeah. in your cells if you you reverse uh, that. It yeah. is reversible, especially type 2 mm. diabetes by exercise. We've got quite a number of uh, cases like that. And what people must remember out there, by the time your main switch, switch off or you've got blood vision, mm. you could have been diabetic for the past 10 years and not be aware. Yeah. So the damage that has been done, done to all your cells, your heart muscles was not getting blood supply. Mm. So when you exercise, it's good because all parts of your body yeah. receive blood which is rich in oxygen, what we call oxygenated blood. Yeah. So that's why your main switch becomes very strong at that time. Yeah. Because even down there, there is blood which is rich of oxygen yeah. that is uh, getting there. But from what uh, Dr. Muhabela has raised, yeah. which is very critical, especially we need to work with the MEC for transport, mm. for us who are policymakers. Mm. You know, when I worked, it's still practicing, in, in, I, I worked in casualty, mm. in Fort Tracker, which is a hospital on N1. Mm. Number of accidents that occurred, when they arrive in casualty, usually a taxi driver, a bus driver, having killed 30 or 20 people, yes. uh, being charged for capable homicide by police there. Mm. When you it take history, or a truck driver will say, I just saw darkness and the next time I'm here. Yeah. That blood vision, mm. when you test the blood sugar, 
30. You ask, do you know that you're diabetic? No. Mm-hmm. Now, this man, man was a, a, a walking corpse, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, before he could die, mm-hmm. he had killed 30 more people. 30 more, yeah. And we are charging him with capable homicide, whereas is it? So, our, our campaign, which must be jointly with the Department of Transport, is yeah. that as they are calling people to check their trucks, their buses, whether they've been serviced, they're being maintained, they must bring their drivers their members the taxi drivers must all come to us so that we check them if they are being maintained Mm. because the human body must also be maintained so that you don't cause that accident so if you want to reduce accidents on the road Mm. before a taxi driver go on a long distance Mm. the person must start at the clinic must check the sugar must check the blood pressure cholesterol they saying you will feel fatigue mm-hmm. you are driving to cape town on a drug from that's why all these buses to cape town yeah. from zimbabwe they are crashing on our n1 mm. people are tired not because they are tired they're tired because they are diabetic and they don't know mm-hmm. so we need to work okay. that uh, dr mam Robel, to make sure we put on our roadblocks and check if people are uh, the blood sugar is high yes we take you to the clinic you get admitted and we save uh, those okay. people in so, the bus. I'm not obviously going to go back and uh, wrap up. I'm just going to use the head and use the head to, to wrap up. In a minute, MEC, uh, this conversation is obviously very important for the department and for us to have and to talk about. What do you say as we, in conclusion? I think we, we just need to indicate that uh, we are a department of health, mm. not of disease. So please don't come to us when you've got erectile dysfunction. Come to us when you are still thinking you're normal. Mm. We might pick up the danger that is coming. Mm. Go and get screened. Go and see the eye surgeon. Go and see the cardiologist. When you're not, because you will just drop. By the time you come, we'll fail in our hospitals. Mm. You're forgetting one thing, Gamla. Mm-hmm. So we no longer want to reveal a fan. Mm. We want people to come when they are still healthy. That's what people must, if people can appreciate that we are the department of health, mm. we want people who are healthy mm. so that we keep them healthy. We don't make money when you are sick. Actually, we lose a lot no. because okay. we are human beings. And we want you to be healthy so that we can keep you healthy. Thank you very much, MEC. Thank you very much uh, to the doctors. Appreciate your time. Appreciate the knowledge that you shared with us. This progressive talk on Capricorn FM. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.